Street Crypto broadcasting live from Leander, Texas. It is what day is it? March 29th, 2022 at 547 in the morning. Uh yeah, I get up at the butt crack of dawn. I got my banana, my cayenne cleanse kombucha, and I'm ready to party, man. Um, it is Tuesday. And um, yeah, it's uh this is episode 438. 438 episodes, so it's getting on up there. Um, I wasn't really going to do an episode this morning because I have a bunch of other stuff to do, but I just wanted to wanted to sign on and um, and just talk about some, some stuff just building up in my crypto queue here. Um, this is, none of this is financial advice. This is just me just kind of talking out of my butt, and um, d- this is my time in the morning to explore some of these concepts and to get the crypto out of me before I bug everybody else about it for the rest of the day. Um Anyway, uh, yeah, so um, tomorrow I have an interview with the founder of Tokel, which is a um, token and NFT platform, a token launching an NFT platform on uh, built using Komodo blockchain technology. And I tried to, you know, I, I, I deep into bankless DAO and I've been, you know, I know the majority of people in the NFT world use, you know, uh, Ethereum and stuff like that as their NFT platforms and they buy uh, NFTs on Ethereum. But I also like to explore other options and the whole Komodo ecosystem. They, they got their own thing going on over there. They, they, you know, they, they have their heads down and are developing and are creating a bunch of interesting stuff. And, you know, it's like the rest of the world doesn't exist to those guys. You know, they are, they are focused on what they are doing and it's pretty admirable. And they're, they're, you know, they're churning out products, atomic decks, um, the Tokel platform, you know, they, they have the whole Komodo blockchain ecosystem, and um, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about more about that tomorrow. Today, I wanted to talk about XDAO. Uh, and I know I, I talk about DAOs a lot. And I went on that rant, um, I guess, was it last Thursday or Friday um, <clears throat> about uh, Moloch DAO. And uh, Moloch DAO is basically run by DAO House. And it is a DAO launching platform. And it gives you all the tools you need to build a DAO. And what are some of the main components to building DAOs? Well, a lot of people have been using Discord, and Discord was made for video gamers, video gamers to form communities, to talk about the video games, to run little bots, to uh, you know, and to have little town halls to where everybody can go in there and and uh, share their screens and things like that, and show what they're doing, and just basically form communities around video games. Well, the DAO, the crypto space, has adopted these as places to gather for for DAOs, and Discord is. Um, a, a centralized social media application 
But a lot of decentralized autonomous organizations, which is what DAO stands for, are using this as their gathering place. And there's been a lot of bots that have been developed for Discord to kind of cater to it. There's been ways to um, connect your wallet and to have gated access to certain parts of the DAO or the DAO as a whole um, to make sure, for instance, the bankless DAO, you have to have 35,000 bank tokens in order to be um, a level one member of the bankless DAO. And then in order to be a level two member, you have to be voted in by consensus by the rest of the DAO and somebody has to nominate you. So those are just some functions that and, and that have been added on to Discord um, to be able to kind of act as a DAO platform. So, you know, um, you can run a DAO. And what is a DAO? You know, we'll get into that in a second here. But uh, one thing that I've found that there are a lot of DAO platforms that are helping to launch and run these DAOs. And some of them are Colony.io. Uh, I talked about Moloch DAO, like made through the DAO House platform. And DAO House is another one. Um, then there's OneHive. Um, there's Aragon. Um, there's, there's several different DAO platforms that are used for launching your own DAO. And... Uh, the thing is, is most of these DAOs are gathered around Discord, and I'm, I guess there hasn't. I mean, there are it's like there's this. These, some of these DAO platforms are such superior options, made specifically for building DAOs. Yet people don't gather to them because they're so used to gathering in places like Discord. Um, so how do you stop that? How do how do you create? Um, how, how do you move the traffic over to these DAO platforms? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that, you know. Uh, but some of these DAO platforms are so well designed and amazingly engineered. They're like Ferraris, um, where Discord's just like, you know, a Toyota Corolla. You know, would you start a 16-year-old out and somebody new out in a Ferrari? Probably not. Um, but uh, <laughs> just because it's superior doesn't mean it's easily accessible. You know, I don't know. I, all those, although I, I do think this should be easily accessible. So I don't know. I'm still learning about all this, and that's the point of this show. So let's go over here to a DAO platform that I wanted to focus on today. Uh, let me go to this screen. Um, actually, here's the coin market standings. Um, do I, I'll just take a quick look at the coin market standings. I try not to, I've been trying not to linger too long at the coin market standings because, you know, most of you guys know where to take a look at it. Uh, I don't really have any amazing insights on the coin market, um, standings, you know, it's like, it is what it is. Um, I'm not going to be able to give you any like real alpha on it, but, uh, yeah, we'll just take a quick, quick look. Um, at CoinGecko, I use CoinGecko. Some people, a lot of people use CoinMarketCap. There's CoinPaprika, CoinCodex, and there's several others. Um, so Bitcoin's at $47,511.34. This is pretty good. Uh, it's pretty low compared to what it was You know, at its you know, all-time high. What was it? Um, almost this time last year, um, around April or May. And then um, it dropped down for the rest of the year. And here we are back about 47,000. Are we going to continue to see a rise in it? I mean, maybe so with all this money printing going on and this lack of faith in the U.S. dollar for sure. Uh, I hear Russia pegged the ruble to uh, to oil and gold again. So I don't know. 
know. We'll see what happens, man. Um, where the dollar dropped off, the actual ruble gained some value. Oh, man. What a world. Okay. Ethereum is $3,428.68. Um, let's see what else we got here that's interesting. Um, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, so whatever. Let's uh, let's let's um let's go over here to what I really wanted to talk about. I yeah, I'm not sure. There, just turn off that. Uh, nope, wrong screen. Okay, I'm not your guy for for major alpha and so and chart watching. Um, but let me get here to this window. Okay, XDAO. All right, XDAO is a DAO building platform. I've never heard of it. Um, I started looking into DAOs that were built on other blockchains besides Ethereum, and a lot of them have been using XDAI. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't think that this one, I'm not really sure what the base code is for this one. Um, but let's take a look here. That's why I do this show. So XDAO, create your DAO with XDAO. Create and manage your decentralized autonomous organization using the fastest growing, safest, and most convenient solution on the market. Uh, 310,437 million at million dollars is safely managed with XDAO. Total value locked is calculated with Covalent. All right, so uh, before we launch the app, I want to scroll down and I want to take a look at some of the documentation and stuff like that so we can kind of understand what we're dealing with here. It has multi chain support. Um, so it's not just one chain that this DAO focuses on, this DAO platform. For instance, uh, Moloch is purely Ethereum. Yeah. OneHive uses the OneHive blockchain. Um, yeah, it's a lot of these DAO platforms are one chain focused. You know, I believe Aragon is on Ethereum. Um, I, I don't I don't know. Colony.io, I believe. Uh, is on Ethereum. If I'm, I, I don't know. But anyway, so this has multi-chain support. Um, you can build on Ethereum, Polygon, Binance Chain, Avalanche, Phantom, Aurora, Moonbeam, Moon River, Astar, Shiden, Optimism, Boba, Celo, OEC, Metis, and Heco. Uh, that's a lot of blockchains right there. Um, one, two, three, four, six, twelve, sixteen. Yeah, 16 different blockchains. Uh, apparently, there's 14 DAOs. Uh, there's a lot more than 14 DAOs on Ethereum, uh, but maybe through XDAO. Um, Polygon has 400 DAOs. Binance Chain has 385 DAOs. Avalanche Chain has 24 DAOs. Did you know that? Phantom Chain has 43 DAOs on its blockchain. Aurora has 10 DAOs. Uh, Moonbeam has 16 DAOs. Moon River, 11 DAOs. Astar, I've never even heard of Astar, um, seven DAOs, Shiden Network, one DAO, Optimism has eight DAOs, Boba has a DAO, Celo has 18, so there's, there's a lot of DAOs. So what are DAOs for? Trust management, they collect funds and invest in other projects through launch pads and other platforms. They're for venture investments, for venture DAOs, uh, reducing the risk of loss of funds, make decisions about spending and invested companies. So if you're with a venture, if you're a venture capitalist, you can join a venture DAO with other VCs and uh, you can um, basically make collective decisions about the the uh, projects you will be investing in and angel investing in and all that stuff. Um, hedge funds connect to any DeFi protocol protocol and deliver liquidity through the DAO. 
Um, the gaming guild and NFT funds create a DAO and use it as a guild. You can also jointly buy and sell NFTs. Uh, so it's a collaborative way to be able to game and, and to do NFTs. A lot of gamers break themselves off into guilds and have specific functions where they form an ecosystem to help each other out through the game to do different types of things. I'm not that familiar with it because I'm not a gamer, but um, you know, that's, I, I get the gist. You know, uh, Project money management, manage your shared project budget, and then charity, distribute funds transparently and security through the DAO. And I've talked about this, about giveth.io, and giveth is, is formed on uh, xdai, uh, blockchain and uh, yeah giveth has a, a system augmented bonding curves and everything like that where everything is a hundred percent trans transparent because that's a big problem in charity you, you don't this is why i don't sit here and donate to the ukraine and all that stuff at the grocery store line or, or you know stuff because you don't know where the hell those funds go you know you can't see that it actually makes it to where it's supposed to go and it has to go trickle down through all these different levels of bureaucracy and filters of bureaucracy, you know, where people are buying each other dinners and, you know, hotel rooms and all types of other crap before it finally actually gets to who it needs to go to. And maybe about 10%, I saw a study somewhere that said about 10% of these funds actually get to the actual end user whenever you donate to charity through something like the grocery store line or when your manager is coming around you know, at the office saying, yeah, we're going to go ahead and ask you to uh, give a, you know, Two percent, five percent, ten percent of your paycheck to United Way. Yeah, if you don't do it, it's okay. It's optional, but then you suddenly get like this black mark. You know, this 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 frowned upon um, vibe about you in the office. Right? So, I, I, my mom went through that. Well, she used to work at a bank back you know, in the eighties and stuff, and yeah, you know, they, they would come around and basically strong arm everybody into donating part of their hard earned paycheck. Yeah. You know, to the charity, you know, it's just like, uh, shouldn't the business be doing this? Not like forcing its employees to doing it out of threat of like being blacklisted, you know? <laughs> so anyway, DAOs are a very transparent way to be able to do this, um, to donate to charity and to see exactly where it goes and to track it and to make sure that what you're donating goes to the right place. And I think that's extremely important because... I, I donate to charity, but I donate to, I, I, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll give directly to the, the person in need of help. Um, you know, I believe churches are pretty good about that. Um, you know, a lot of people are, are you know, poo poo all over religion and churches, but, uh, I've seen, uh, yes, there's the, the, the terrible examples on TV and they make they, they shine the light completely on those terrible examples but for the majority of the part you know churches do a really good job at making sure um, that communities in need are, are helped so yeah <laughs> ignore the Joel Osteens of the world uh, alright so let's move on down away from charity I'll get on a rant there says you don't want to keep me too long on that part alright smart contracts are very secure uh, pessimistic security the contracts were completely manual analyzed their logic was checked besides the results of the automated analysis were manually verified okay uh, hack and cybersecurity says according to the assessment the customers smart contracts are well secured our team performed an analysis of code functionality manual audit and automated checks so it sounds like their smart contracts check out um, 
Binance Smart Chain, uh, BSC, NFT, and DeFi Hackathon. First place, DAO Builder, XDAO creates a platform for next generation companies that are completely open, transparent, and secure. Uh, Hiko Gaming Hackathon, winner. Hiko Special Award, winner. Crust Pies. Polygon says, Polygon Grants Hackathon. XDAO, the framework for creating DAOs in the Polygon blockchain have announced the entering a, have announced the entering of a strategic partnership. Okay. Near Foundation. XDAO wins a grant from Near Foundation. I didn't see Near in that block, that list. Or maybe it was. I just, yeah. Um, and then Optimism. XDAO was supported by Optimism Community. HecoChain. XDAO Innovative Underlying Protocol. All right. So all these uh, testimonials. Um, here's the core team. And they are not anonymous. So that's good. You can actually see who, who they are. You can go to their Twitter Twitter pages, um, you know, you could probably check them out on LinkedIn and stuff like that. So they're not anonymous. That's a good sign there too. Um, there are, yeah, I don't have any problem with anonymous projects um, because I'm kind of a degen. But it's if you're going to be running your business and implementing this stuff into your business, I can completely understand you wanting to be able to put a face to a name, uh, to a profile, and to kind of know that these people are humans and not some shysters, shadowy super coders, you know. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, perfect DeFi integration. So this DAO can integrate with DeFi. Um, and it shows a bunch of the examples here. One inch Uniswap, Ave, Instadap, uh, Sushi, Compound, Pancake Swap, DBank, Eight Board, Zapper, Zerion, and Snapshot. Um, so, man, it's like looks like a pretty solid, complete solution. So, what is XDAI? Uh, XDAO, sorry, not XDAI. That's a whole different thing. Okay, XDAO. Um, the main point of creating XDAO is that we simply want to make decentralized finance more accessible for people. The days of blockchain technology being something distant and terrifying are over. I agree. And I saw a tweet yesterday um, that said, uh, let me see if I can find this tweet real quick because it's a it's a really good tweet and I did bookmark it. Um, and uh, while I let that load, low ad, um, oh no, so. Oops, I went, I went on to the wrong page here, and uh, let me let this click back. All right. Okay. In very simple terms, XDAO is a platform for creating and managing decentralized autonomous organizations. To create your own DAO, you no longer need to understand the code or be able to write a smart contract. It's probably hard to believe, but thanks to XDAO, it will take you less than one minute to create your own decentralized autonomous organization. So what do they mean by needing to, to know code? Um, you know, um, and let me take you to this example. I will move one of these tabs over here from GitHub, uh, over to the screen of which I, I am pointing to. Um, so, okay. So, all right. So, okay, there it is. Okay. So here is a GitHub for how to create your own DAO with Avalanche. And they go through what are DAOs. DAOs are systems that help us work with people around the world in a safety and clear, safely and clear way. Typo there. Think of them like an internet native business that's collectively owned and managed by its members. They have built-in treasuries that no one has the authority to access without the approval of the group. Decisions are governed by proposals and voting to ensure everyone in the organization has a voice. There's no CEO who can authorize spending based on their own whims and no chance of a dodgy CFO manipulating the books. Everything is out in the open and the rules around spending 
spending are baked into the DAO via its code. And I talked about the code being external as an external source of truth and all that stuff and the whole Moloch DAO rant I did last week. Um, so you can go back and look up that that rant. Uh, actually, I, I think it was a terrible episode technically on a technical basis, but there's just some philosophical concepts I really wanted to get out of my head about this whole idea of uh, sacred texts and code and truth and you know all that type of stuff and what Moloch is, the god of coordination failure. And so uh, yeah, go back and look, give that episode a listen. I mean, yes, it technically was not a good episode, but as far as um, me trying to articulate some of these more philosophical concepts around DAOs, uh, I, I think I kind of did okay. Um, so anyway, so if you look down here at how to get create your own DAO with Avalanche, if you're not using a DAO launching platform like XDAO or DAO House or something like that, that has the graphical user interface, the GUI, G-U-I. Um, you have to use things like the Remix IDE and a MetaMask wallet right here. And uh, you have to go through and create your envi little environment. Actually, with Remix, you don't. You can use the web environment. But then you have to start going here. And you can see this is a lot of code. And for a lot of people who are running a business, they're not coders. And they don't want to sit here and have to sift through code and copy and paste code and stuff like that. They just want to point and click because they're trying to run a business and um, you know or a DAO and stuff like that. They're business people. They're not coders. So I understand that. Um, obviously, the best way to um, set up a DAO is to create the code yourself, and um, you know, and just to do it that way, you know, um, because then you know exactly what the code is doing and all that stuff. But if you're not a coder or you don't have access to a coder right by your side to help walk you through this stuff, then you can use one of these DAO building platforms. So let's go back over here to the XDAO platform. Um, hold on, let me see, just real quick. Um, I still wanted to see if this tweet has, has pulled up. Um, and let me go to my bookmarks. Okay. Okay, so I have this bookmarked tweet that just basically talked about Normie's view of the blockchain. And, um, okay, so, um, oh, man, I, okay, I didn't bookmark it. Damn it. Okay, okay, so whatever. So let's go back to the point. Um Anyway, in very sim simple terms, XDAO is a platform for creating and managing decentralized autonomous organization. To create your own DAO, you no longer need to understand the code or be able to write a smart contract like I just showed you on GitHub. It's probably hard to believe, but thanks to XDAO, it will take you less than one minute to create your DAO. Uh, thinking about DAOs about, on XDAO as multi-sig wallets does not fully reveal the potential of the platform. Unlike multi-sig, and a multi-sig wallet is basically a crypto wallet where it has several people that hold the keys. So you can set it up to be three people, five people, seven people, nine people, and Gnosis, G-N-O-S-I-S. -S. I've heard people pronounce it Gnosis, and it's like a cheese grater on me. Uh, it's Gnosis, like as a Gnostic, and Gnosis, the Greek word for knowledge and, and wisdom and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Gnosis found multi-sig uh, is kind of the main one on Ethereum. And there's other uh, apps that help out like uh, parcel.money as well. 
But uh, many people hold the keys to a Gnosis wallet or to a multi-sig wallet, and it's like nuclear launch codes, right? You can't just have the president in a bad mood one day decide he wants to go ahead and nuke the rest of the world. Um, you have when you have to have maybe three other people who hold the keys, and everybody puts their key in there at the same time, and they all turn the key and decide that they want to destroy the world. Um, so you got to have a group, a mass psychosis in order to want to destroy the world because uh, one person doesn't just hold the key. Well, same thing with the Dow uh, multi-sig wallets. Um, if anybody wants to spend the money in there, a lot of times they have to come to a vote on it first. And then ideally, the vote results would immediately trigger the um well debatably would immediately trigger the smart contract to be able to enact the whatever protocol protocol was voted on um but the voting outcome will will cue the people holding the multi-sig wallets to each go and approve the transaction or the contract and uh, yeah, then they say yeah, you have to have three out of five or four out of seven of the multi-sig key holders to be able to spend those funds. So that's a multi-sig wallet, all right? But multi-sig wallets don't fully reveal the real potential of the platform. So multi-signal wallet is not good enough here. Unlike multi-sig, where you set a number of signatures required to complete transaction, in XDAO, decisions are made by setting up a quorum. So once a quorum is reached, the transactions can be activated by one of the current current DAO members. Uh, so what the hell is a quorum here? Um, so let's go take a look at this quorum. I thought I had this tab open, but maybe I did not. Um, so let's take a look right here at the docs. How to choose the right quorum. Um, I ran into the quorum in the bankless DAO too, uh, where even though we had sent a, our proposal for the podcast hatchery to the grants committee, there weren't enough people that had voted on the proposal quite yet in, uh, in, before it got to the brand, grants committee for it to be able to be passed through grants committee. And it just so happens right when we were speaking in grants committee, everybody rushed over to the, to the proposal to vote on it. And so we were able to reach enough quorum. Well, quorum is the required amount of people needed to vote on something in order for it to be able to pass through a proposal. So let's see here. A quorum is the minimum number of members in a DAO necessary to conduct the business of that group. According to Robert's Rules of Order, and let me just go ahead and open this link in new tab, the requirement for a quorum is protection against totally unrepresentative action in the name of the body by an unduly small number of persons. In contrast, a plenum is a meeting of the full or rarely nearly full body. Um, so, all right. Quorum voting requires a certain threshold of voters in order for a proposal to pass. For example, 60% quorum, which means 60% of voting power needs to vote. Now, I think during this bankless DAO uh, session at the Grants Committee, we needed to have 40 positive votes or 45 positive votes for this to be accepted as a proposal, no matter what the Grants Committee people say. The Grants Committee is eight people. Um, but in order for this proposal to be legit, it has to have at least 45 positive votes from the bankless DAO as a whole. 
So if I were to bring a proposal and it did not have those 45 votes, then there's nothing the grants committee can do. Uh, so it's kind of a, a measure to make sure that some minorities uh, don't just like ramrod some kind of proposal through in order to get things done. That is a quorum to make sure that that minimum is met. So once this threshold has been met, whichever decision has more votes wins. Without reaching the quorum threshold, proposals fail, right? So imagine you have a group of three DAO members and each of them holds 10 governance tokens and the votes are distributed accordingly, 33 and a third of each member. If you decide that the quorum can be reached if two members voted, then the quorum threshold should be between 34% and 66%, right? So that's kind of how quorums work. Um, I, I've been hearing the word quorum being thrown around quite a bit, and it's just it's kind of, you know, I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, but I never really like looked into what quorum was. So uh, I want to check out Robert's Rules of Order, too. I'm curious about that. So in brief, okay. Robert's Rule of Order often simply refers to as Robert's Rules. It is a manual of parliamentary procedure by U.S. Army officer Henry Martin Robert. The term Robert, oh, here he is, a little picture of him. Hey, hey, Henry, how you doing? He was an American soldier, engineer, and author. In 1876, Robert published the first edition of his manual of parliamentary procedure, Robert's Rules of Order, which remains the most common parliamentary authority in the United States. All right. Um, so the term Robert's Rules Order is also more generically, uh, also used more generically to refer to any of the more recent editions by various editors and authors, kind of, I guess, like the Chicago Manual of Style, the MLA Handbook. So based on any Robert's original editions, and the term is used more generically in the United States to refer to parliamentary procedure. Robert's main, I didn't know we had a parliamentary procedures here. I mean, I, <laughs> we're, we're not, no, it's not the parliament, not the parliament, Big Ben. Uh, Robert's manual was first published in 1876 as an adaptation of the rules and practice of the United States Congress to meet the needs of non-legislative societies. Robert's rules is most widely used manual of parliamentary procedure in the United States. It governs the meetings of a diverse range of organizations, including church groups, county commissions, homeowners associations, nonprofit associations, professional athletes, school boards, and trade unions that have adopted as their parliamentary authority. Authority. Uh, Robert published four editions of the manual before his death in 1923, being the last thoroughly revised and expanded fourth edition published as Robert's Rules of Order revived in 1915. So basically the dude was just really good at ordering people, like creating order in chaos. And more power to him, man. That's pretty cool. Um, so uh, that being said, uh, let's go back over here to creating the, the, the what is XDAO. Okay, so we went to, through Robert's order, rules of order. Okay, and we talked about quorum. Our innovation is to give DAO creators and managers governance rights by issuing governance tokens, while investors will be able to have a share in the DAO. Uh, by purchasing and holding liquidity provider tokens. So they separate out governance tokens. And, and so they separate out uh, um, governance and economic rights in here. So investors, so DAO creators and managers will have governance rights with governance tokens and investors will be able to have a share in the DAO by purchasing and holding the liquidity provider tokens or the LPs. What we So Aaron Wright has a tweet here that says, multi-token models are the next frontier for DAOs. They will help segregate rights 
i.e. governance and economic rights and enable a broader range of collective activity. That's pretty cool. I never really thought about this whole concept of separating out governance and economic rights. This idea of separating voters from investors is really fresh and very different from how DAOs are managed now. However, investors can also have this voting right and a DAO can work in such a way that investors are represented in the DAO government. All the things to raise investment are built in. As mentioned above, investors can obtain LP tokens, and it happens by all means of fundraising. DAO members organizing private and public rounds and then arrange an IDO by creating a pair with an LP token on the DEX, the decentralized exchange. And I'll show you that here in a second. Another interesting thing is our modular system. Modules are built as permitted smart contracts that can execute special functions for your DAO. For example, monthly payment distribution through a DAO, voting rights, delegation, and others. All right, and then the holders of governance tokens of the organization created on the XDAO platform will be able to determine the process for accepting new members into their DAO, manage the organization's finances, establish rules for the issuance and the sale of LP tokens, and much more. With XDAO, each organization will have the ability to manage a wallet of the most popular cryptocurrencies and to make joint decisions about their investment or distribution. So cool, man. Uh, so in terms of making money, XDAO is the most suitable tool to invest in DeFi protocols. XDAO Connect works with X Wallet Connect. And if you don't know what Wallet Connect is, it's, it's sometimes whenever you're clicking onto a DAP, a decentralized application or a website that has a wallet on it, it'll ask you to connect your wallet and you can connect using Wallet Connect. And that'll that'll expand out to a bunch of different options besides MetaMask of ways in which you can connect your wallet uh, to a bunch of different types of wallets. So XDAO works with Wallet Connect to get access to DeFi just like individuals do. A significant advantage of our platform is the use of a chain agnostic approach. That means our DAOs can be created on any known EVM compatible blockchain. And basically most blockchains now are becoming EVM compatible. EVM stands for Ethereum Virtual Machine. It doesn't mean it's using Ethereum. It means that the code um, crosses back and forth very well with Ethereum. And so um, anybody that is coding in Ethereum can can also work with um, the DAP here. So that was XDAO in a nutshell. Um, all right. Um, so let's go to creating a DAO. Um, uh, so I started to create a DAO, or I and I went here to look it in, uh, look in it. Um, let's go ahead and just launch this. How? What? What am I looking like on time? Oh my God, I'm way over. I do this all the time. I just get so involved with what I'm talking about. So here's the platform. I launched the app. I connected my wallet and my MetaMask wallet. And um, here it is. You know, here, here's the DAO, DAO modules. Um, let's go to the home and take a look. I don't have any DAO yet. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to this invest tab right here. Let's take a look at this tab. Analyze and decide on investing in a DAO. Buy a public offer or go to the DAO offers page. So you can invest in a DAO right here if somebody sets up a DAO. Right. Um, so here's some of the public offerings right now, initial distribution offerings and all that type of stuff. Um, so let's go back to the home. Um, so let's let's take a look at this. Um, we'll, yeah. Let's not go there yet. Uh, let's go to the ecosystem. Take a quick look at that. Um, here's some of the other DAOs that are on here. Um, not a whole lot right now. Um, and then here's some of the modules. And uh, so the private exit. So you'd be able to rage quit, get a private offer burning LPs or exit, for exit from DAO. Pay dividends. So these are just some functions that you can plug in. Pay dividends by distributing 
uh, tokens from DAO account. Launchpad, start the token sale of liquidity pool tokens of your DAO. Vesting, you can vest them, so the token distribution, oh, it's coming soon. Gas compensation, that's a big thing because a lot of times in multi-sigs, if you're the last one to sign off on a multi-sig, you're stuck with the gas and you have to trust the, um, the you know, <laughs> the DAO to be able to to reimburse you for that. And if it's you're working on Ethereum, those gal those gas prices are pretty high. Uh, so anyway, there's some other stuff. Time locks, um, governance token delegation, telegram bot, transaction combination, do as many actions on behalf of the DAO in one transaction. Okay. And transaction automation, automate the execution of tra transactions when certain conditions are met. That's what I was talking about whenever uh, something would happen immediately, right? Whenever some type of voting is done, uh, then the you know, some smart contract can be immediately triggered instead of having to go to the multi-sig holders to do so. Um, so, uh, so let's go over here to create, oh, oh what, what is this connect button? I want to see what this connect button does. Um, so... Okay, uh, wallet connect URI here. Ah, okay, all right. So um, let's go back over here to create a DAO. Um, so I would just this looks pretty simple. So Eureka DAO. Yeah, your 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 Kika DAO. No, not your Kika. Eureka DAO. Um, I guess it'd be ED. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to name my DAO symbol off of erectile dysfunction. Um, so uh, EUR. All right. All right. So uh, set up partners and shares. Um, then that would, that would be my partner address. So that would be just be me right now. Uh, I could add as many partners as I wanted into here. And I could set up a quorum vote of what percentage of these people um, in the DAO needed to vote in order for a proposal to be passed and then i could create my DAO. voila right so uh pretty simple man um i've had a window a, a pictorial up on about these liquidity pools too that uh i thought was pretty important um where did that go how to manage a DAO? so let me make sure that um yeah, I want to go to this. Okay, I, I want to show you these liquidity pools because you can invest directly in a DAO, but you won't have any real ownership of it. So you're basically just putting money into a DAO. So you have to be able to buy these liquidity pool tokens, um, and uh, that's and then you get your LP token that represents your your position in the liquidity pool for that DAO, and then that is where your true ownership is. Um, and, and your investment is so um, I, I I had a graph that was up here and now I can't find it uh, maybe I'll have to come back to it because I'm way over time today um, but uh, yeah it was a ah, here it is here's here's the graph okay so add funds to a DAO, DAO balance so assets to the DAO can be added in two way by sending funds from a personal wallet directly to the DAO um, like you just saw up there or through the purchase of LP tokens and uh, um, the second option is more correct since only the owners of LP tokens have a share in the DAO and can withdraw their funds from it. Okay, so yeah, it gives you the rights to that. Otherwise, you're just donating to the DAO. If you send funds directly to the DAO without purchasing LP tokens, you will not be able to claim your share from the DAO even though you have governance tokens. So you might be able to vote 
if you directly send money to the DAO, you'll get the governance tokens, but you won't get the liquidity pool tokens. So if you ever want to leave, you can't just take your money and run. <laughs> so it doesn't give you the, the rights to be able to withdraw your funds from it. Um, so uh, to see any portfolio, to see the portfolio of any DAO, use it. So here it is the idea of the DAO member uh, connects MetaMask and any other wallet. And if they just do the direct transfer of their money to the DAO treasury, it just goes there. If they go through the XDAO shop and get their liquidity pool tokens, then they get their liquidity pool tokens to represent their share, and then the money goes to the DAO treasury. Um, so I think that's a very important distinction. Um, and I think that's really cool what this does and what makes XDAO stand out is the whole idea of this separation between investing and governance. Um, and voting, investing in voting. So yeah, pretty cool concepts, man. I know this only touches the tip of the iceberg here and I'm out of time, but uh, I really wanted to cover this platform. I, I might create a DAO. I don't know what for or that I would have time to run it like a Eureka DAO. I mean, what could I do? Give me some ideas. Would you join my DAO? You know, like, let's just, uh, would you become a partner with me in it? What can we do? What, can we can we make it a content creation DAO? Like, uh, and then everybody does content creation work and then um, gives the what they've earned for their content creation to the DAO treasury and everybody manages the DAO that way. And then we can get some people who are really good at finance to be able to use the treasury funds in order to invest in good DeFi platforms to where we could grow our treasury that way, you know, and then be able eventually to issue everybody out some kind of paycheck or UBI from the DAO. I don't know. I just the gears are turning. There's a lot of possibilities with DAOs. All right, man. Well, that being said, I, I got to get out of here. I got to skedaddle my butt to work and, um, yeah, make a day out of it. So um, I got to go on my long commute to put the axe to the grinding stone. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be putting a notice. I hit my five-year mark here April 10th. And uh, I want to go full time Web3 and crypto. Um, I'm working at it. It's a scary place to be. You know, I have a house note. I have a family, wife, kids, all that, all that stuff. I, I, it's, it's a scary thing to do. I can't just go where my feelings tell me to go. You know, I have to think of other people. Um, so, all right. But I'm, I'm, I'm teetering. I'm teetering. This is hour. This hour and twenty minutes. Hour and fifteen minutes there. An, an hour and 15 minutes back every day. That's two and a half hours of my day just driving. It's a lot. So, all right, man. Well, I will talk to you guys later. Uh, okay, wrong one. Okay, outro. Bye. Uh, come on, outro. Where are you at? Okay, let's try this outro. No? <laughs> oh, dude. I don't know, man. My, my outro is not playing for me. Ah, right, here we go. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you for making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up. And if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically, if you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1, that's E-U-R-E-K-A, John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message.
If you would like to donate some stablecoin or Ethereum, please feel free to send it to eurekajohn.crypto or eurekajohn.eth. This will help with the gas costs for all these protocols that I mess around with. Because that gas adds up and I ain't rich. Yet. Thanks again.